0: Welcome to the Captivating Leadership Podcast with Rebecca Livesey, where we explore the rise of feminine energy in life, leadership and business. This podcast is for you if you are a leader in business and corporate, and you're struggling to find meaning in what you do and how you engage your team. So join us as we talk all things leadership, strategy and culture, and how we value both the feminine and the masculine in men, women and society at large to make a difference in our workplaces. Episode I'm joined by our super special guest, Nikki Miklos Woodley, and we're talking about masculine and feminine energy in general and how we balance that in our lives. A little bit more of an introduction into it and a good conversation. We talk about our work life, we talk about how we get certainty, and we also talk about how we bring this into sales if we have a business. Nikki's speciality is business growth and sales, so she brings that perspective in when we're talking about masculine and feminine energy. So enjoy.
1: Today we're going to explore and take a closer look at feminine and masculine energy and specifically in the world of leadership and business, uh, what it means and really why it's important. So a huge welcome to everybody who's listening. Yeah, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And Beck, you've done a lot of work in this space, specifically in, in leadership roles. So why don't we kick off with you sharing what what is feminine and masculine energy? Wow, well, thanks. Yeah, it's such an interesting topic.
0: So we know in uh, organizations around the world right now, we've got about 50% engagement of employees, like 50%. Wow. So one in two people are not happy or engaged at work. And that's what got me really interested in this, because um, I think if you look at the history of business, we've done incredibly well, um, but but by really embracing the masculine. So we have um, we do great strategies which come from the military. So the whole strategic planning process is often come from military background. So it's all about the steps to do something to win. Mm. Um, and we do lots of work in processes and asset management and all of these things that are very linear, process-driven. Um, pieces that make lots of logical sense, Mm -hmm. which is really important. Mm -hmm. We can't survive without them in business. But I think that we've gone a bit too far Mm -hmm. and we look at people now, our last greatest asset that we've got to do something (laughs) with in business. We look at people and we think, oh, we've got to do the same stuff and we apply a linear approach. And so if we think about masculine and feminine, um, the feminine is so much more about how do we connect, work together together, collaborate mm. have creativity it's um it's how we come together to create something for the greater good rather than something just for me mm. um, it's not about winning it's about arriving gracefully together and mm. oh well <laughs> it's how do we get to that point together yeah. so we do something that benefits the collective rather than the individual um, And masculine energy, when it's very functional, is about direction and vision and striding forward. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about it is about asserting rather than receiving. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's about making sure that we've got logic and uh, linear thinking behind what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, Feminine energy has got much more of a spiral creativity feeling to it Mm -hmm. now. Look, if you just had that, like you'd live in a crazy world. Yeah. So like, we need both. We need both. Um, and so when I'm thinking about it in leadership, I'm looking at, well, how do we relate to our people? Because yeah. our people are truly the things that make a difference in the organisation. They're truly the potential in an organisation. Mm-hmm. And if we've been suppressing that through um, too much sort of masculine energy that's dysfunctional, mm-hmm. then we're going to have problems so I think the other really important thing to say is that there isn't uh, neither feminine or masculine is good or bad. Mm. they both can be dysfunctional or functional.
1: That's a really important point isn't it because yeah. functional and functional so uh, and it's interesting because also talking about the balance of it you know yeah. it's, it's so often in life we're chasing this ever elusive balance in life uh, work life balance it could be home and and business etc so you know how do we really find the balance i suppose with feminine and masculine Mm. uh, understanding a little bit about what it is and how it applies in leadership but also then looking at in business in general you know we talk about the structure and the striving forward which is really important in business Mm. Uh, however we need to embrace some of that chaos because in in leadership in business there we, we must embrace uncertainty in order to move forward and that's probably quite a masculine statement to say we must embrace <laughs> uncertainty would, would that be fair uh, to say <laughs> yeah maybe i, I think the um, like the world is getting more complex and
0: the world of leadership and business is getting more complex yeah uh, so not just the external factors that we see out there in our markets and industries and things but the internal factors too like people expect different things out of business now yeah and if they're going to work for somebody their their expectations are quite different to those of 30 years ago and so the average leader has to understand, well, how do I, how do I work with this level of uncertainty mm. and how do I get comfortable with it? Yes. So a lot of the time in leadership, we're sort of, we used to think that uh, we were a great leader if we had all the answers. Yeah. And now we're a great leader if we know how to ask questions. Absolutely. Because we bring people on the journey then and then people provide their own answers and we engage them and we, we move forward. So. That yeah, that certainty that we used to have from having the answer Mm. is changing into how do I understand and embrace and be comfortable with uncertainty? That's a critical thing now. It's different.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and embracing that uncertainty, it's also the vulnerability. Oh yeah. So that brings in connection because also when we look at this in the sales world, the sales space, it's the same thing. We can't go into a conversation whether it's with a client, potential client, or a team member, a staff member, or even a colleague thinking, I'm going to know all of the answers here. There is, I suppose, that balance of there's some form of structure or, um, you know, understanding what's important to uncover. But when we're asking questions instead of telling, which is so critical, but we ask the questions and we don't actually know what answers we're going to get. And we have to be present. in in both contexts, to really listen and embrace and and have that connection, which is very much the feminine, isn't it? Yeah. It's very much the, which is what's been missing in the past and actually what's still missing today. Yeah. So
0: if you looked at sales, the change in sales training Mm -hmm. or sales approach
1: over the last... I don't know, decade or so. What sort of things have you seen? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely the change. The sales landscape is changing so much. And I would say that in the past it's been a very dysfunctional male energy, masculine energy, mm. I should say. Uh, so, you know, the pushy, hard, fake. And I also think uh, it's almost like you could get away with it in the past. Mm. But now these days you just can't because there's a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of, you know, with the online market, Um, We must connect with people. Mm. Again, I use the word must a lot and that's probably because I'm really passionate about this. Uh, For us to be able to move forward and uh, change the conversation again like we've talked about so many times from gender to feminine and masculine Mm. energy, we we really need to look at the functional masculine in sales and the, the functional feminine in sales and how that plays out. So I think how it's changed is we are embracing that a lot more. So many uh, sales trainings I do that there's there's majority masculine mm-hmm. and also majority male. So I know I've brought in a couple of different points there around gender as well as the energies. But it's fascinating. It would be the same in leadership as well as in sales. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, I think it's really important what you're saying there because the. Um, uh, like we truly
0: believe that we've devalued the feminine over the years for a variety of reasons, but we've devalued the feminine and it doesn't matter whether that's in a man or a woman or in how we see structures form in society. And so true equality will happen when we have that value of feminine alongside the value of masculine. So we like, I completely get that there are Mm. gender issues in society completely. And there are loads of people doing great work in that space. Um, I and I know you as well. Mm. We wanted to get the conversation to some of the thinking behind that, mm. which was why we talk about masculine and feminine energy rather than men and women. And look, we will slip up every now and again. we'll yeah. um, <laughs> right, make that. I know we'll go. Shit, okay, we better bring it back up to energy. Yeah. But the um the we know that if we if we look at feminine, and I say to a guy. Uh, I say to just a normal guy, I say, "Oh, you know, you're you're very feminine. It's lovely." Mm. Like a lot of guys will go, "Well, yeah, I don't want, that. I don't want that label," um, because we've assumed feminine means weak or, um, or what are the words would we use to describe feminine? Girly. Like, girly, yeah. ineffectual, yes, yeah, soft, yeah. in a
1: negative, yeah, in a negative way, yeah. yeah.
0: And so, which is a shame because Absolutely. the power in the feminine um, around this. Ability. Somebody once said, um, uh, uh, I think it was Claire Zammett, who does a whole load of work about feminine power. Mm-hmm. And she said that the best explanation she's come up with masculine and feminine, so not gender again, was that masculine energy deals with the tangible. And we've needed masculine energy. So if I, you know, this, this cup here, like mm-hmm. masculine energy creates the cup. Yes. Um, And so all the systems and processes and logic that went behind that creation and the science definitely went behind that creation. is the creation of that cup. Yeah. Feminine energy creates the intangible. So it's the creation of, say, love or the creation of some feeling or the creation of connection, all of those things. Mm. And I I, I quite like that explanation. It's really hard to put a lot of this into words. Yeah. Because the minute we language it, we're almost creating a lot of certainty
1: yes and
0: the minute we language it we're in that danger of creating a black and white as opposed to the 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 areas of gray in all of this
1: yeah um
0: and the minute we create black and white we're actually getting into logical masculine thinking and if it turns into divisiveness we're getting into dysfunctional as well yes so this is one of the challenges about talking about this stuff is that languaging it um, I think I've said to you before, one of the things I look at is I like to think of it like the infinity symbol. Yes. So I think it's called the lemon skate or something. I should know that. <laughs> but the, <laughs> but the, the infinity symbol, like the, on the, the figure of eight on its side and the ability to move between both in a flow. Yeah. So we, to be able to access masculine when we need it, to be able to access feminine when we need it and to move between both in a flow. Yes. And that's where balance comes in. Yes. Because I truly don't believe in work life balance. Yeah. I, I think that's just a bit too trite for yeah. life. Um, but I believe that we all need a balance of masculine and feminine that works for us. So it's yeah. never gonna be fifty-fifty. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that you've got it right if you've got it fifty-fifty. 50 And think, how would you measure that? Well, anyway? I, and again, <laughs>
1: you're getting a bit masculine energy yeah, yes, I, like, to like, well, I totally agree. in this whole work life balance thing, you know, the balance it's If I can say it, it's just bullshit, really. And then we focus on measuring time and measuring, whereas... What about, uh, looking at what the outcome is or the connection or, you know, the, I mean, hey, hate, it's the journey, isn't yeah. it? It's like, <laughs> it's a such journey. a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason, yeah. 100%. And it's interesting what you say about it's so great. So when you do start languaging and verbalizing and talking about this, you also can almost, well, I don't know. I know I found, I can see people ticking it over in their brain, not quite getting it and then wanting to, uh, Reject it mm. or get a bit defensive. So in a sales training recently, I threw some planted some seeds out there, and I thought, oh, I'll just throw a little bit out <laughs> about feminine, and masculine energy in sales, and how you can embrace both, and you know, be more effective in sales. And uh, I saw the the males in the room hands. Oh, folded on the <laughs> chest, leaning back, not impressed at all. A couple of people were ticking away. It's probably a room of about twelve people, mm. uh, and I, I'd say maybe one or two were genuinely leaning in, like, "Wow, what is this?" Which is which is fascinating to me because it's not black and white. It is the infinity. There's so, a lot mm. of great the flow mm. in between, and we can't specifically measure exactly where we sit and for how long and where should I be? I mean, let's you know yeah. talk about that, the guilt around should and what should I be doing. So, yeah. Um, and it comes back to what are you actually
0: looking for in that time? So mm. what outcome or and an outcome doesn't have to just be a goal. Like so, you know, sometimes outcomes can be seen as very masculine. It's like achieve a mm. goal. An outcome can be connection or feeling or, or something as well. Yes. Um, so, I think it's looking at what are you trying to achieve in that moment and then what energy style best suits it. Yes. So if we, if we operated fully in the masculine all the time, we would probably ruin relationships yeah. um, and we'd be doing everything on our own. And we, we might have a great achievements around us, but we may not have the the balance of all of the warmth and the connection and the humanness that comes with having relationships. Mm. If we operated fully from the feminine, Chances are we wouldn't get anything done and <laughs> we would have a, like, a, we might have lots of creative chaos around us because that's, yes. that's great. You want that creativity, but we never land anything. Yeah. And so we can end up in a very like, you know, whirlwind of yeah, almost like, looping, going, looping, yeah, looping
1: around and not actually moving forward or getting, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Actually, so
0: yeah, feminine would probably loop and masculine yeah. would step. Um, yes. But miss the, the step along the journey, but miss all the roses.
1: Yeah, wow, yeah. that's such an awesome way of looking at it, isn't it? And mm. it's almost, that almost creates a visual, which is why when we ask the question, "Well, what does this mean, or what is feminine <laughs> masculine energy?" It's not a quick answer. No, I mean this is something that will continue to to be talked about, which is is again why we're doing this to look at. We need to add on to the conversation around gender. It's so much more than that. Yes, that's important and it has been important and we'll continue to have that conversation. But what if in the future the conversation no longer was about gender Mm. and it was about just human beings, people, regardless of where we sit on the, I mean, I think I was mentioning there's 33 uh, (laughs) uh, genders have been identified recently. I mean that that's huge. So it's no longer about that, but mm-hmm. we all have feminine and masculine we energy. Do. Yeah. And and I guess why, you know, why is it important to embrace and be aware of that? When we're in touch with our feminine and masculine, what will that give us?
0: Well, this is interesting. So I've noticed a couple of things, gonna slightly generalize here, but um in in one sense we all start off feminine because we all start mm-hmm. off with a connection to self. Mm-hmm. And so that strong connection to self and we may not be able to articulate that. but We've got that strong connection to self. So we start off feminine. And the next thing we need to learn is our boundaries for others and life around us. Mm. So what do we almost accept in and out of our life, which is masculine setting the boundaries. And so I've I've found that if we're not conscious of either one of those things, we end up with issues. Um, now, if I take it to gender for a moment, I'm doing, I'm being specific that I'm seeing this in leadership or I'm seeing it in big organizations. Um, I see that when women are moving up the organizations and there's lots of structural issues that it, that hinder that. What I see is that women opt out because they've got a strong connection to self mm. And then when they're moving up an organization, if that organization, if that system doesn't work very well, which, let's face it, it it's not at the minute. If you look at all of the statistics, mm. um, the, the, the women feel that boundaries are getting violated. They have to act in a way that isn't them. And so they don't want to do that. And so they opt out. So I see that this the ability to express our boundaries and the ability to live our boundaries. Women, more so than men at the minute, but women struggle to do that in in the in big businesses because the environment doesn't support it Mm. on the other side what i see with guys is that they can manage that but they lose the connection to self and so they end up putting almost like a boundary around something that isn't them and they end up protecting and looking after that you know until they get to late on in life and they go what the yeah, try not to swear. What, yeah. <laughs> what, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> so, there's so there's that emptiness because they've lost connection to self, which means they lost mm. potentially connection to family, relationships, and all they have is that work and those achievements, and they become quite hollow. So yes, I've generalised and yes, I've yeah. taken that to gender. Yeah. But this thing around, do we have a strong connection to self, which is feminine? Do we have our boundaries for life, which is masculine? Mm-hmm. That's the interplay that we all have.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: unless we're conscious of them, mm-hmm. do we know our values? Yes. And boundaries. Yes. Do we know what we're here to do? Do we know what truly makes our heart sing on a yes. day-to-day basis? All of those things. Yeah. There are connection boundaries that we need to have as people. Um, and when we get that sorted, mm. we get that balance for us, so yes. whether it's 50 50, masculine feminine, 60 forty, whatever it is, yeah, we get that balance for us. yeah, but I see so many issues where um, we've we've pushed the masculine style of leadership, and it's not always functional, yeah um, and so this is the right way to do things, and then we see things play out like um, oh, I don't know, God, every week I read. Articles that say, Women, here are the five things you can do to be a better leader. Take up more space, change the way you talk, do this. Oh my God, like, oh, can we please fix the business environment so that we allow feminine energy before we start fixing women?
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I couldn't
0: agree. So my
1: hobby was this one. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Because the other key thing there, I guess, is we've we've touched on a little bit the functional and dysfunctional. Mm. And if we're playing in a space of dysfunction, regardless yeah, of which whichever factor, way. yeah, whichever yeah, that's taxing on us. That's oh, stress. Yeah. That's uh, we look back and look at our lives and go, what for what? You know, all of this. However, the other thing about that is if we are spending too much time in the energy that is not most natural mm. to us, then it could be similar. Outcome really. Yeah. So if I'm naturally more um, skewed to feminine and I've had to adapt in a male, do- masculine dominated environment, we will slip up. <laughs> uh, then you know that can take that can actually take its toll and take its stress. So that's I think an important aspect of this as well: dysfunctional mm. versus functional, and also natural. Now, one of the things we talk about a lot is that in context, we'll need to change. Yes, which makes sense. You know, perhaps. Whether or not what you're, um, you know, where you sit, because that doesn't actually really matter. But say you're at home, you might embrace and have the freedom to be more in touch with your feminine Mm -hmm. and your nurturing. Or perhaps for some people, it's the masculine, you know, the nurturer, the protector, whatever that might be. And then in a work environment, you uh, need to be more of something else in order to get the job done. But again, we want to get it to a place that it's functional. So it's looking at where do I sit during my days and how am I recouping? Mm. Is this making sense? Yeah. Like so where do we
0: get our um, like? Where do we get our natural?
1: Where, how do we re-energize? Yeah. yeah. How is it like for some people? It, it'll be different and unique for each. But as long as we take the time to look at that and actually do it, that's important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the um, it is really interesting in business right now. So. Yes, we, it's context, and yes, we might need to be more masculine in business. Mm-hmm. However, when we look at business and organisations, mm-hmm. we've still got so many
1: problems in there that's saying, it says to me it's over So would you say then that's dysfunctional masculine or is it that there is too much masculine? Um, I think
0: it's a bit of both. So I think there's a fair bit of dysfunctional masculine. I think what happens, um, masculine energy can be very driven by power and control.
1: Mm. and
0: in one sense direction is great like to have a vision and have direction is great and there are certain circumstances like if the building was on fire and someone <laughs> orders you to leave you leave you know so like so there are completely there are times when it's completely appropriate mm. um however right now when we 're in a world where we 've got more complex problems to solve, where we need to be more customer friendly when um, when the the data and the information about our customers our markets is like is just vast mm. and things change so often, uh, we need to be able to flex our styles and if we want true people potential, we have to recognize that there regardless of gender, mm. there are many many people out there that uh want to bring the feminine out and yeah. actually be valued for that and not hide it
1: absolutely i got
0: i have to do because i had this guy working for me and this is again one of those moments in life where you go huh so the disengagement stat was one moment in life when i went yes. hang on there's something wrong know, that's here.
1: unbelievable it's isn't it? awful isn't it yeah um
0: Another one of those moments was a guy was working for me and we were doing the usual what do you want to be when you grow up chat and about your development and stuff like that. Um, and he'd been really senior in another organization and he's taken a step back when he came to work for me. And we were doing the development chat and I said, Oh, so you know, you know, when do you want to be in five years' time? All of those sorts of <laughs> standard questions. And I said, You know, you've got all this talent and you're great at this, this, and this. So, like, maybe we should be looking at how we move you up the organization. And he went, No, mm. why would I? want to move up this organization. When you just look at those people at the top, I don't fit in with them. He was a bit ruder than that, but, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't fit in with them. They're, they're not my people. I do not want to be a part of that. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, interesting. Mm. So this guy was um, had a, a lot of feminine energy very people-focused, collaborative, yeah. about getting the outcome together. And um, he didn't see opportunities for himself. And I was like, mm. "Wow!" So, we, yeah, we talk about diversity and the issues in not getting genders or different uh, diversity up the up the ladder. Um, but we've got this other sorts of diversity where just our style mm. isn't getting mm. up the ladder of, of the hierarchy of work. That's a shame.
1: It is a shame. It is, a sh- and again, that sort of focusing on because it sounds like he would would have had some really great skills to help achieve the outcomes yeah. of the business. Yet there was a focus on this is how you have to do it in a line with, you know, how the business has expectations Mm. as opposed to having that creativity and freedom and flexibility to say whatever works, whatever will get the best outcomes, embrace that, be you, bring that. Yeah, it's very, very sad, definitely. We talk all about authentic leadership at the moment, that's like the new thing,
0: and we, we talk about that and yet we still promote that leadership looks like this. Yeah. And it's very masculinized. And we see women um, masculinizing themselves as they go up the yeah. corporate ladder. And you probably see that in sales
1: as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because there's an expectation. Although I have to say, and I don't know if it's just I've been fortunate and been exposed uh, to different, I guess, teams or sales teams, yeah. et cetera, but I do feel that there's definitely much more openness to collaborative sales, right. consultative sales. Uh, as opposed to, like we mentioned, that hard sell. But again, that's the space that I play in. Mm. So it could, you know, it could very well be that that's that's where I'm sort of playing. But in saying that, there's really hardcore, high energy, uh, masculine push, push, push. Mm. It's out there, and people seem to to actually be lapping it up. Which I just think it's almost as well um, promoting burnout or promoting <laughs> don't sleep or promoting. Which a big thing for me, I can't. It's self care. Yeah. it goes back to that that balance and being able to, and balance inverted commas, yeah, if yeah. you could see us, no <laughs> such thing as balance. <laughs> uh, but again, what where, what I found at Aha Moment for me was really looking at the values that I had in business mm. and also embracing how the feminine and masculine can, you know, impact those values as well.
0: Thank you, Nikki, for joining me. It's always an absolute pleasure to have you on this podcast. You are truly our super special guest And if you'd like to connect with Nikki and find out more about what she does, her website is evergreencoaching.com.au. And she is absolutely passionate about working with businesses to break down the stigma attached to sales. And her mission is to inspire growth and better business. She also has a Facebook page called Evergreen Coaching where you can pop along and say hello. Thank you for listening to the Captivating Leadership Podcast with Rebecca Livesey. If you enjoyed this episode, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review as this helps us spread the message and keep the conversations going. If you'd like to find out more about Rebecca's work, go check out her website on AchieveLeadSucceed.com where you can sign up to receive her ebook on the five C's of feminine energy and a video of Rebecca talking about leadership and feminine energy. And we've also got a Facebook group where we talk about all things leadership and culture, particularly around masculine and feminine energy, and that's called Captivating Leadership. So you're very welcome to join us there too. See you soon.